This is an AMI podcast. Welcome back. It's now with Dave Brown on AMI-tv. Tech company Envision is facing backlash. The company announced a new payment plan to lease their AI-powered smart glasses for approximately $150 a month. On another note, there are some rumors, speculation, that Amazon might introduce a monthly subscription for its Echo smart speakers. Is this asking too much from consumers? Sean Priest is pondering that question. Sean is the co-host of Double Tap on AMI-audio. Hello, Sean. Hello, Dave. How are you, sir? Sean, I'm pretty good. These two stories are different. They're distinct because one's about hardware and one's about a service. But to your mind, what ties them together? Of course, like you've been talking about already, it is all about that subscription. And whether it is a good thing and when it becomes overwhelming for someone, we're seeing so many subscription services now, these monthly fees, Combing your credit card. I'm going to nick that uh, phrase, by the way. Um, That is the thing. What is the future for the payment models for services and hardware? Because we've been going with this, you know, pay once and you own it. And for the last few decades, we've been going away from actually owning things. That's almost a thing of the past. You know, DVDs, CDs, everything now is digital and sort of in the ether, in the cloud. You never really own anything physically anymore. Mm. Um, and, and it's all about, okay, there's a reason for that. And that, that's slightly different about physical um, products versus digital products. But when it comes down for the payment and the production of services and hardware, is it truly sustainable to say, okay, I'm going to pay once and I own it? Or to continue development is a subscription model really essential and necessity. It's an interesting conversation. So, so Sean, drill down on the Envision side, because you and I have talked about their smart glasses before, and generally the product has been received well. I'm just going to say received well as as sort of a generalized statement. Why the uproar over the leasing model? Because at least in my brain, it suggests, okay, instead of paying $2,000 or $2,500 for this piece of equipment, you're now going to lease this. And over the course of a couple of years, you're eventually going to get to that number. But, But why the uproar? Well, firstly, I think there's a few different aspects to it. And and firstly, if you go through their subscription model, as they call it, um, uh, sorry, subscription edition, um, (laughs) you never own it. It makes all the difference. You never own the hardware ever. You're just renting it for that month. You can cancel it at any time. There's no minimum contract, which is cool. Um, But at the end of yeah, when you've spent that $150 a month and you've hit that $2,000 mark, you don't own them. You, they, they're still, you know, they're still being leased. Yeah. at the end of yeah. the day. Exactly. Um, I also, I think the thing is as well, and this is something we see across the industry, particularly in the car industry, actually. It's very interesting. The reason I picked up on me saying edition, subscription edition, because there's the read edition, there's the home edition, and there's a professional edition. Now, all these different price points, these different plans that they offer, all the same hardware running the same software, exactly the same. Google Glasses, Enterprise 2 uh, hardware, and 
running Envision software. But the difference is you're unlocking extra features. So, for example, the cheapest entry level is the read edition Envision glasses. With that, you can just do the real-time OCR. So if you're looking at something, whatever text it sees, it will just read out to you. Mm -hmm. And you can do document OCR. So if you've got a letter in front of you, you can tell it to take a picture, and it'll do a more accurate um, OCR of it. But that's it. Then if you go to the home edition, you get extra things such as, I don't know, color identification or object recognition or the ability to call a friend and they can see what the glasses are seeing, a bit like Ira, for example. And then professional edition, you get extra features again, uh, the, the actual ability to use Ira and things. So it's all software locked. And I think people are slightly uneasy about that. But you, you the software itself is what you're actually paying for. And it's hard to see the value in it. Right. Or at least why should I be locked out? I'm paying a lot of money for that read uh, edition. And yet I'm only getting two features, maybe three features. So, so I'm locked out. So, so Sean, for, for, forgive me, because I, because I, because you moved, you didn't move fast there, but I think maybe there was something that could be lost in translation because Sorry. you picked, no, no, you picked your words really carefully, but I think it's worth doing a little translation here. When you're talking about these different subscription models within the Envision software, within the Envision service, that's something that's a little bit different than this extra $150 a month for the hardware. So maybe, so is maybe that what you're identifying a little bit here? That if maybe somebody is paying this $150 a month for the hardware, why aren't they just getting the whole kit and caboodle? Well, the, sorry, yes, there is a, a difference here. So the subscription model is the $150 a month. All those others that I mentioned, the other three, Read, Home, and Professional, are just an initial outlay of the price that you mentioned earlier, somewhere between, um, I don't know, was it $2,000 and $3,000 US, I think. Okay, So those, okay. those are, you need to pay for them, and it's done. You don't pay any monthly fee. Uh, with the subscription model, there's no initial outlay. It's just $150. So there has been a big backlash, and I think mainly that was because of the uh, the sticker shock more than anything, because $150 a month sounds like a lot of money, and it is a lot of money. It is a lot of money. Ira had, this, Ira had the same problem when they uh, introduced their new pricing. People were sort of, wow, that's a lot of money to spend. Now, obviously, the value of something is completely up to the individual but going off off what's going on online then there's been a huge backlash but i'm not saying it's a bad thing necessarily if it gives someone there's no way that i could ever afford to buy the envision glasses myself on a personal basis and i think there's a lot of people out there in the same situation now if i could try these out for 150 dollars a month and see hey you know what these are life-changing to me then maybe that's that's something that lots of people wouldn't be able to trial for themselves anyway or be yeah. able to get on board with that. Yeah. So there's a the conversation is that hey, it's not necessarily a bad thing. Of course, lots of people can't afford specialized tech as it is with their current prices. It's it, you make a really interesting use case argument there, right? That says for $150 for a couple of months, I can try this out 
before I decide if I'm going to spend thousands of dollars on something that then may end up uh, yes. in the bin or put to the side or that I might try and return and it might be very difficult <laughs> to return. I don't know who's going to throw it in the bin for uh, $2,000, but, uh, you know, that's... Sounds like Stephen Scott yeah. to me. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, Sean, I do... I guess, I guess if I were to play Defender of Envision here... I would mm -hmm. say it costs money to develop a product like this. It costs money to offer a service when you start talking about those individual services they're offering. And I understand that people with disabilities feel perpetually taxed at every corner. The cost of having a disability is, is significantly more than not having a disability for people who might be on any kind of social assistance or a fixed income. Mm -hmm. It gets very difficult when a lot of assistive tech is placed out of their reach. But like, I would... I would suggest that it's not up to private corporations to start engaging in disability charity. No, and I think that's a good point. As I said, I'm not actually um, saying that this Envision subscription model is a bad thing. It's just brought up again because uh, with the Amazon rumors of, of paying for you know, basic oh, features, that would annoy model, that would annoy the heck out of me. But, but it's, it's just like that that creep creeping in right i mean what what aren't we paying for on a monthly basis at the end of the day and uh, what's that going to look like down the line i'm already juggling my streaming services you know my kids want to watch i don't know the latest marvel on disney plus and then i got got netflix and then amazon prime and i'm forever chasing them up and canceling them because they've watched that series so they don't need it anymore <laughs> and you could once you get other things on that and you start looking at basic services what we consider now basic services such as such as the use of a smart speaker then it can seem a little bit scary but no actually when it comes to envision I, I'm I'm with you. I think a businesses need to well be a business, and they need to make a profit there. And as I said, I think this may expose more people to the technology. And whether it's good or not, I, I personally I haven't used them. But as you said, as a general rule, people are excited by them and they seem to like them. So if it can help someone. Who's to say that $150 a month isn't worth every single penny? Mm. Hey, Sean, always appreciate your perspective on these stories. Thank you for always bringing accessible tech and inclusive tech into the forefront. All the best to you. Have a great day. Talk to you next week. Thank you, Dave. That's Sean Priest. He's one of the hosts of Double Tap. You can find that show daily at noon Eastern time on AMI-audio. If you ever hang out in my office, you'll uh, hear that pumping through the speakers. And you can follow the Double Tap team on Twitter at Double Tap On Air. Coming up after the break, Marissa Papaconstantinou will be competing at the upcoming Paralympics. Alex Smythe interviewed her, and you'll get to hear it. This is now with Dave Brown on AMI-tv. Hi, I'm Ramia Amuthan. Join me weekly for AMI Audiobook Review, the podcast that explores new titles, introduces us to famous narrators, and updates what's hot at the Center for Equitable Library Access. Download episodes of AMI Audiobook Review from your favorite podcast provider.